on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Justin Garcia. Oof. That was a rough one in Los Angeles. Not what you expected with Corbin Burns on the mound, but uh, a career-worst seven runs given up there by Corbin Burns, and the Brewers drop game two of this three-game series 10-1. to So the winner of tomorrow's game takes the season series here between the Brewers and the Dodgers, and uh, I, I think what's more important here is you heard a little bit there on the network postgame show, but taking a look at the other scores here, what's gone on around the Brewers uh, as it pertains to the Central Division and the wild card. We'll certainly get into that as we'll be joined by Vinny Rotino of Valley Sports Wisconsin momentarily here. Uh, but the Cardinals did lose today. They also won, splitting the doubleheader with the Cubs. So the eight-game win streak comes to an end, but they bounce back in Game 2. Phillies keep rolling as well. It's the San Diego Padres at this point. Basically, what you have to uh, rest your hopes on if you're the Brewers is catching the Padres. They are still a game and a half back of those Padres who lost once again tonight. And uh, you're even in the loss column. The Padres just have three more wins. But that gap in the Central Division is really becoming problematic and slowly starting to drift out of reach. Five and a half that separate the Brewers and the Cardinals right now. You do have four games left with the Cardinals this season. But look, from here on out, you need consistency. And uh, you've reached the point with just over a month remaining on the schedule. The issues that the Brewers have had and this inconsistency, some poor series they've played against lower-end teams like the Cubs, the Reds, the Pirates recently, you've kind of painted yourself into a corner here, and you're now in a spot where... You essentially need to take two out of three and win every single series from here on out. And again, five and a half separating the Brewers and the Cardinals in that central division. Your next series with the Cardinals isn't uh, for another couple of weeks. It's on the road in St. Louis in the middle of September. That's part of a huge stretch. Two games in St. Louis against the Cardinals, then back home for six against the Yankees and the Mets. That is the lone remaining really, really difficult stretch for the Brewers in this uh, second-half schedule here. But, uh, again, you wrap up the series with the Dodgers tomorrow, and then you're back home for six against the Cubs and the Pirates. But as we had said, they haven't played all that well against teams like the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Reds here of late. 855-616-1620, the number to join us for those night. I will still up with us this morning here if you want to get in touch with us on Brewers Extra Innings. And when we return, we will dive a little bit more into this and the standings. And again, five and a half separating the Brewers and the Cardinals in the Central. And that one and a half game gap between the Brewers and the Padres. We'll get you up to speed on everything in the NL. And take a look at where everything went wrong for Corbin Burns tonight. We'll be joined by Vinny Rotino of Bally Sports Wisconsin after this on Brewers Extra Innings. 2-2 to Thompson. High fly ball, deep left. Yelich going back to the warning track, and it is gone. A three-run blast for Trace Thompson. Ten to one final in Los Angeles. Dodgers take down the Brewers. 
and the rubber match in this series, in the season series as well. Tomorrow, it is uh, an 8 o'clock first pitch, so a little earlier start on the West Coast. Joining us now from Valley Sports Wisconsin, Vinny Rotino. Uh, Vinny, I kind of joked about this before the game that everybody looked at the pitching matchup, and you saw what happened last night where the game kind of cruised by, and bullpen did a great job, and you you saw the two pitchers today and thought, man, this is going to be another one of those. But then in the back of your mind, you always know, it's never quite as you lay things out and, and kind of joked with someone, well, I'm expecting like an 8-4 to four game today. Did not expect 10-1. to one. Yeah, I mean, you expect the unexpected in baseball, right? I mean, you have two of the Cy Young candidates going in this game for both teams. And, yeah, I mean, it would have been nice if we could get to bed before, you know, 2 a.m. <laughs> after this ball game. But, my goodness, yeah, this was, a, this was not a pretty one. Uh, I mean, we saw from the get-go. I think you kind of saw from Corbin Burns that he just didn't have the the sharpness to the cutter. Uh, only had eight swings and misses, which for a lot of pitchers, that's going to be pretty good. Uh, but for him, I mean, he's used to getting like 20, 22 swings and misses per game. bunch of them on the cutter, typically 15 or so, usually on the cutter. He only had four on the cutter tonight. So, yeah, I mean, he hung that one to uh, to Trace Thompson and didn't miss it. But it was the walks before that. Um, that really did him in. Um, he just didn't have it today. He's flat. And then, uh, you know, the entire Brewers team was flat. It's usually that second day after that long road trip, the long flight um, after the Brewers are coming off that last game, that finale against the Cubs, flying across country, West Coast, different time zone. They came out flat today on that second day. Yeah, everything kind of hits you the second yeah. day that uh, from from standard travel too when you're going to travel with the family i think everybody can relate to that that it's a little bit it's the midpoint of the trip where it starts to set in of like man i've got to readjust my schedule here and i'm i'm pretty tired and got to catch up here and and that's certainly what it looked like today uh we talked about this a little bit last night too when you look at the standings in the national league and what other teams have been doing here does it make this inconsistency even more frustrating when you see what the Padres have gone through here the last couple of weeks? It, it does, but at the same time, I think you can probably just say, okay, we're still in it, right? I mean, you are playing the Dodgers, and you did beat them game, game one. You've handed the Dodgers their um, three out of their four losses yeah. in the entire month of, of, of August, so... Um, you're playing well against them, and, and you're still in it. Um, you, correct me if I'm wrong on this, actually, Justin, but the, the Brewers actually have lost the season series against the Padres yeah. and the Phillies, so yeah. they, they have to they have to. They're actually two and a half games back if you want to look at it like yeah. that um, from both those teams. So they're still in it. Um, they are playing the Guardians. The Padres are so chance to win the series tomorrow against the Dodgers, and then their schedule lightens up a little bit. And, and um, yeah, I'm not a Padre believer. They're, they're just missing something. So I think, I, think they can, I think they can overtake them, but they just got to take care of business. They have to go 1-0 and every day. That's kind of what Dom and I talked about on the show as well. Like, go 1-0 and every single day, and if you lose, go 1-0 and tomorrow. That, that's really how you got to look at it. Yeah, and I know it, it's one day at a time, and that speaks to the just worry about the day and go 1-0, and but you, you have – kind of put yourself in a spot with just over a month to go, you really have to look at it as, we just can't lose series anymore. And I know this is a tough one against the Dodgers, but when you look at the next six coming up, and once you get past that really difficult stretch in mid-September, too, you just have to win all these series and take at least two of those three. 
You do. Yes, you do. Otherwise, yeah, you can stick a fork in this team, right? I mean, um, and not to put it so cavalier or, or just so flippant, but it, you, you just have to somehow find a way to get hot, right? And that's, that's the thing, like get that winning mojo back, get those winning vibes back. Um, you, they can do it. They, they certainly can do it. They've done it before. Um, can't force it. You got to kind of let it happen. Um, you certainly need your ace, your Cy Young, to, to not be flat on the mound. He, I mean, he's human, and it is the Dodgers. So I think he was probably trying a little bit too hard, never could find that feel for the cutter and for his whole repertoire, really. And then he was just trying to force it in there, and, and just it just wasn't there for him. Tonight. Good Kudos, to honestly, to Craig Council taking him out after three and two-thirds, kind of punting on the game just so that he didn't do any, like, physical damage or, you know – you just you just want to get kind of get him out of the game at that point after eighty some pitches, so um, he'll be ready for for next one. And uh, but yeah, got to get that winning mojo back and win series for sure. Yeah, we we kind of saw the Dodgers do the same as well. As Gonsolin just went five and, and threw seventy seven pitches, that it kind of seemed like it's all right. It's already seven runs that we put up. It's out of hand. We've seen some injuries already pile up in our rotation. Let's not risk this, and let's get him out of here as well to to prevent anything from going south here. But a tough loss for the Brewers, 10-1 to in Los Angeles. Still chance to win this series, and uh, as we touched on when you look at the season series against the Padres and the Phillies, a chance to win the season series against the Dodgers, which would certainly say something as well. I want to get into that in the postseason outlook, because there's one question that's started to come up a lot. On the surface, it seems like it's an easy answer, but I think Vinny might have actually given you the hidden message behind all of it. We'll tell you what I mean after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. First pitch to Davis. Line drive, left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. They're going to wave Arias around third. It's bobbled out there and left by Gallo, so Arias will score easily. It'll be an RBI single from Jonathan Davis. The Brewers on the board at 7-1. The only run scored for the Brewers in a 10-1 loss. Victor Caratini would come on in the eighth and allow the final three runs of the game, but still a chance to take this three-game series and the overall season series in this finale against the Dodgers tomorrow night. Uh, Vinny Rotino of Bally Sports Wisconsin joins us here on Brewers Extra Innings, and you you mentioned uh, the gap between the Brewers and the Padres. Uh, on the surface, it's a game and a half, and I know they're tied in the loss column, but they do not have the tiebreaker against the Padres after it looked like you were certain to get it, and then dropping the final three games in that four-game set you had uh, a couple of months ago at American Family Field. So I've seen this question kicked around a lot the last couple of days. In what is more likely for the Brewers in their path to the postseason, is it catching the Cardinals or is it obtaining one of the two, what we think, two wild-card spots? Um, and on the surface, you look at it and you say, well, Coming into today, they're five back of the Cardinals, game and a half back of the Padres. It's pretty clear it's the Padres, but with not having the tiebreaker, and you do have four games left against the Cardinals. Now, I know you haven't played all that well. You've basically split the series with them. Didn't look all that good in the final series that you had here, but you do have four games left with them, and that kind of changes things, where you're done with the Padres, you're done with the Phillies, you've lost the tiebreaker to both of them, you still got a chance to really make up a lot of ground against the Cardinals, but that's provided you play much better and take care of business in those two series. 
Yeah, no, that's a good point, Justin. Especially, well, you gotta hang. You gotta hang with the Cardinals. First of all, you gotta be, you know, obviously right. within four games, uh, you know, of them. Um, but that's a really good perspective because then if you do win, I mean, really, you probably have to sweep. And if you do sweep, mm-hmm. then you gain the tiebreaker over them. So, yeah. yeah um, so, I, yeah, I'm with you on that, actually. Um, but you'd probably definitely have to sweep. I mean, the Cardinals are playing really, really well ever since they acquired um, Quintana and then Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees. And um, I can I, I I don't necessarily see a collapse. Therefore, the Brewers just have to really play better. Like you said, like we talked about, like win series, hang tight with them in order to beat them in those in those two two game series. Um, the Cardinals do play the the Pittsburgh Pirates for six games in a row at the end of the season, so we're all going to be huge Pirates fans if the Brewers are are within striking distance. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I you know look, I, I do think still at the end of the day the Brewers are a better team than the Padres. I, I just do, I, even though with all those acquisitions that the Padres did make. I think they, I just think they're missing that, that winning feel to that group. And, and, and the Cardinals aren't, you know, the Cardinals have a really good thing going, especially with those two elite competitors in the middle of their lineup and Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. I think that that's a, that team is, is good. <laughs> so um, that's just where I'm at. I, I do think it is the Padres that, or, I mean, even the Phillies, the Phillies almost lost to the Reds tonight. I saw, I, I watched that game actually. So, so the Phillies could collapse as well. So you got two chances to sneak in. It's either the Phillies lose or the Padres lose, but then again, take care of business on your end. It, it, it is. And it's a weird setup too, that the, the Cardinals have to end the season where it's six straight against the Pirates home and road. So hopefully O'Neill Cruz does the same things against the Cardinals as he does against the Brewers. But, you know, you mentioned the acquisitions that the Cardinals made to the uh, pitching rotation, which certainly addressed some, some big holes that they had and really the biggest flaw that you would point to for that team. Uh, but, you know, just as impressive is you can't even fully put into words and describe what Albert Pujols has just come yeah. out of nowhere to do in the last month. He leads all of baseball in OPS. Albert Pujols is the leader <laughs> since the All-Star break, and he's looked like the guy from 20 years ago. That's amazing. Yeah, his bat speed all of a sudden started picking up again, it looks like. And, and you know... I one last hurrah, maybe. You know, I don't know what's going on, uh, but it, it's definitely looking like a, a different guy. Um, he looks, he looks good. <laughs> he looks good. He looks like a guy you need to kind of be very careful of. And now all of a sudden, he's protecting Nolan Arenado in that lineup as well. Um, yeah. So again, that team, that team looks formidable right now. You got Pujols. You got. You, you don't want to see Tyler O'Neill all of a sudden get hot. I mean, he was a 900 OPS guy, uh, Gold Glover in left field. He had been struggling a lot of injuries. You got Dylan Carlson coming on. I mean, not not for this to be a show about the Cardinals, but they they just look really good. And um, you just you want to get into the playoffs so that you can beat them in a three game series because it, it's looking like they'll only get a three game series at this point, right? The Mets. And the Dodgers will get that buy into the five game series with the new playoff structure. So, so they can lose, but they just look real good. And that's the thing that you keep pointing to with the Brewers: just just get to the playoffs. Because look, assuming that final weekend, it's not we got to win. You know, the final two games or two of the final three games to get in, 
and assuming you don't have to use Woodruff and Burns in those last couple of days of the season just before the postseason starts, that's your big advantage in a best of three is those two guys and Freddie Peralta or whoever else is going to start in the series. We have that, and we think that's better than anything else we're going to face from any of the other teams Hopefully we can find the offense, but it starts with pitching, and we got these two guys at the top of the order as long as it shakes out like that. Yeah, you can win a three-game series with those two guys for sure, and and, and make no mistake about it, if those guys are pitching in that series, they're going to be extended deep into the 120-pitch count range and, and go you know seven, maybe even eight innings, and then hand it over to, to Devin Williams, and that, that is a recipe for a win for sure. And the Brewers have proven to be a team that, you know, they will hit mistakes out of the yard. And so um, they did that last year in beating the Braves in that one game that they beat in game two when they beat the Braves against Charlie Morton. Um, and, um, and Rowdy Tellez hit that mistake home run um, by Morton out of the ballpark, and that's all the Brewers would need. So um, they can they can certainly win a three-game series. They can win a five-game series. These games, all these games matter in terms of, getting the team prepared to play playoff type baseball, but you got to come out on the winning end of these games. So I say that just keep going back to that. Um, tomorrow's another day. You got Adrian Hauser on the bump. Um, see what they can do against the Dodgers. And uh, yeah, you got to win tomorrow. Every game's a must win at this point, Justin. Yeah. Tomorrow, a chance to take this series, take the season series. And you mentioned it there as well. Adrian Hauser back. And we'll be on the mound tomorrow. So uh, hopefully you take this series. And then these next 18 games that you have, all against teams below 500, uh, you win all of those series and start to build up some momentum as you move into that stretch of Cardinals, Yankees, and uh, Mets at the midpoint of September. Uh, good stuff, Vinny. Always good to catch up with you. For sure. Thanks, Justin. You too. That is Vinny Rotino, Bally Sports, Wisconsin. 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Got a few texts and calls trickling in. We will get to after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. High fly ball to left. This is playable for Thompson. Coming in into his left, he makes the catch. And the inning and the game is over. Brewers go away quietly there in the ninth. You had uh, some position players on the mound. For the Brewers, it was Victor Caratini serving up three. And uh, the Dodgers wrapping this one up with a position player out there to close the game as well. Hanser Alberto. And they take this one 10-1. to Tony Gonsolin with the win. Just five innings and 77 pitches that he threw today. Uh, but at this point, he has to be the favorite to win the Cy Young. 16-1 and on the season. In ERA, just above two. He takes the showdown between last year's Cy Young winner, Corbin Burns. 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line to join us here on Brewers Extra Innings. Let us head out to the phone lines. Jason has been on hold in Mequon. You're up, Jason. What's going on? Hi, yes. I have a real simple, stupid question for you. After we get done with the series and stuff like that, so what happens in the postseason between the Dodgers and the Yankees? So you see us getting through that one, or are we just going to get shellacked? Between the Dodgers and the Yankees? 
Well, yeah. I mean, you got to play Dodgers first and then the Yankees eventually. Well, so you already got them going to the series against the Yankees. Um, yeah, I mean, so. Uh, I, I really do, yeah. So at this point, uh, yeah, when you look at, all right, let's just get way in front of ourselves and let's say the Brewers catch the Padres. I think that's the most logical route. I know we talked through the scenarios just a couple of moments ago with Vinny Rotino. But, uh, look, would you agree with that, that I know you got four left against the Cardinals. Five and a half right now is still an awful lot to make up, and the Cardinals show no signs of slowing down. So to Vinny's point, look, you can't let this drift even further away from five and a half by the time you get to that first of two Cardinals series here. So I, I know they don't have the tiebreaker against the Padres. I still think that's the most logical route. So... That would put you in St. Louis for a best-of-three series. And as we said, the way that things can shake out here, you still theoretically are throwing Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and we would assume Freddie Peralta on the mound, maybe Eric Lauer, in those three games. Regardless of what their offense has done, you feel pretty good having those three starters. So if you can get through that, then it would be the top-seeded Dodgers, who you've played pretty well so far this season. Where it gets tricky for the Brewers is what we just talked about with the rotation and how things would stack out there. You would go through all of those guys, you would assume, in that opening round series against the Cardinals. Well, so, yeah, but here's here's the thing with the new uh, new wild-card series that you know, MLB put up this year is that we'd have to go down to St. Louis and have to beat those guys in their own home park. Right. So I think that's more of a task than, you know, home field advantage. Just throwing that one out there. Well, look, and and thanks for the call, and thanks for staying up late with us here, Jason. Um, Home field advantage, sure, and the Brewers do have a pretty favorable schedule in terms of the home road splits in September. But the Brewers have not been a really good home team this season. They're 31-24 and at American Family Field, a far cry from what we're used to seeing from this team. Now, look, a lot of that is, through the years, the Brewers have performed pretty well against some of those teams, specifically the Pirates and teams that are lower in the standings, and they just haven't done that this year. So that speaks to a lot of the home struggles. But I think Vinny and a few others have made these points, or this point, the last couple of weeks here. The Brewers seem to play to the level of their competition. And so seeing the Dodgers on the schedule, seeing the Yankees and the Mets, and two more with the Cardinals, that's where you look to the team to really put something together. To me, it's these 18 games. 19 if you count tomorrow's game uh, to wrap up this series. Those 19 games where you wrap up the series with the Dodgers, then you have six at home, three against the Cubs, three against the Pirates. You go to Arizona for four against the Diamondbacks, three in Colorado against the Rockies, and then back home for two against the Giants, three against the Reds. Those 19 games, at the very least, you have to win 12. 13 and 6 is probably what you're really shooting for, hopefully even better than that. But what the Cardinals are doing 
you got to win that amount of games. You, you got to go two and one, basically from here on out. So you're going to have to win every series and get some of these sweeps to not only chip away at what the Cardinals are doing to keep the pace for one, but you'd like to put yourself in a spot where it's not one or the other and you're in contention for both. Start to erase some of that deficit against the Cardinals and start to either climb past or keep the pace with teams like the Phillies and the Padres. But these next 19 games are what may decide and determine what the path is here for the Brewers because if you lose hold of that rope and all of a sudden you're going to St. Louis September 13th and you look up and it's a double-digit deficit, which is entirely possible with the way the Cardinals have played, then you're really in trouble because of the absence of the tiebreaker against the Padres and the Phillies. 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. One other thing, too, I want to finish off the point after this about the playoff structure and you know a, a different format with the three wildcard teams. The way that the top two seeds get a bye and the best of three, there are some minor changes that have been discussed quite a bit, but we did see some other little tweaks here in terms of the days off and what that means for a pitching rotation, especially like the Brewers. We'll get into that after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings in WTMJ. The pitch, ground ball, and it's a fair ball at the third baseline. That'll get Betts home. Jogging home is Turner right behind him. 10 to 1 Dodgers. 10 to 1 the final score in Los Angeles. Dodgers pulverize the Brewers. They jump on Corbin Burns early here. Seven earned runs from Corbin Burns. The uh, most earned runs he's given up in his career in an individual outing here. Lasted just three and two thirds innings. And he takes the loss while Tony Gonsolin is now 16-1. and Dodgers needed just five innings from him. Gives up that one earned run, so 16-1 and on the season now. And the Dodgers beat the Brewers 10-1. to I'm Justin Garcia. It is Brewers Extra Innings. Still time to hear from you at 855-616-1620. A couple of texts to get caught up on here on the talk and text line. Uh, Doug chiming in here. Four hits. Seems to be the norm here for the Brewers. Not lucky enough to win that way. Burns was due to have a game like this, but if it continues, the season is done. Once again, they cannot win three in a row. It's hard to gain ground this way, uh, which is kind of the point we made throughout the course of this show, is you know sooner or later, with what the, the Cardinals had done, Eight-game win streak prior to dropping game one of that doubleheader against the Cubs today. 18 of 21 overall that they have won now. Sooner or later, you got to piece together. And and I know Doug pointed to, look, three-game win streak would be one thing, but you got to go beyond that. Sooner or later, if you're going to catch the Cardinals, you got to get a five- or six-game win streak and just start to piece together wins. But more importantly, you have to consistently take two of three, and that's something that uh, has really, really evaded the Brewers here. Which team wants the final wild card, the Padres or the Brewers? Hard to tell. And that is uh, from Doug. An encouraging 4 to nothing win last night. Now they couldn't put up a competitive effort tonight. Brewers playoff hopes sinking like a stone that comes to us from Mike in Colorado. 
And, uh, I mean, that's the other thing. What the Brewers offense did tonight, four hits, no extra base hits. Uh, what award is Corbin Burns in the running for, giving up an average of seven runs per outing? Only pitcher that was helping the team, the team decided wasn't any good, so they got rid of Hater. From first place in the division earlier in the season to five and a half games out uh, back and out of the wild card as well. The loss of Hater, obviously, the Brewers have conceded not only this year, but for the foreseeable future. Um, look, we, we've talked about this on this show a couple of times. It is rather remarkable what uh, what the Cardinals have done to make up nine games, nine and a half now, in the standings in just over three weeks. That is a lot of ground to make up in two months. And that shows you not only how hot the Cardinals have been, but how the Brewers have been in the opposite as well, where you've lost series to the Cubs, to the Pirates, to the Reds. If you win those series, you're just keeping the pace with the Cardinals. So even with this hot start and this hot stretch, I should say, that the Cardinals have been on, look, if you take two of three instead of losing two of three against those teams, you're a game or two back of the Cardinals. And that is a much different conversation that we're having here. But for all the talk of these difficult stretches that the Brewers have had, you think back to the Rays, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, seven of ten games against them. This the stretch we keep referring to, where you have the Cardinals for two games, six against the Yankees and the Mets, and then the Cardinals later on again. All the talk that gets centered around those, it's insignificant because of what the Brewers have done against those teams beneath them in the standings. If they fail to reach the playoffs, that is going to be the reason why. What they've done against teams like the Reds, the Pirates, and the Cubs. 855-616-1620, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. A few other texts chiming in, not only about tonight's game, but about the outlook for this season. We'll address those and get to the highlights after this on Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Justin Garcia. All right, a tough one for the Brewers in Los Angeles, falling to the Dodgers 10-1 despite Corbin Burns on the mound tonight. Well, Dodgers were the first to score in this one, getting to Corbin Burns early in the first inning off the bat of Freddie Freeman. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Line drive right field. That's a base hit, and the Dodgers take a 1-0 lead. Came in the opening inning just one inning later. That lead would grow to four off the bat of Trace Thompson. 2-2 two, two to Thompson. High fly ball, deep left. Yelich going back to the warning track, and it is gone. A three-run blast for Trace Thompson. And the Brewer bats would continue to be stifled by Tony Gonsolin throughout the course of the first five innings. Two innings later, though, it's more from Trace Thompson adding to his RBI total and patting the Dodgers' lead. 3-0 pitch. Had a green light, swings and grounds it to the hole. It's short. Off the glove of Adamas, who slid and tried to backhand it. It goes into left, and Taylor scores. 5 to nothing Dodgers there after that Trace Thompson RBI single in the fourth inning. One inning later, the Brewers would get their first and only run of the game when Jonathan Davis would come through. First pitch to Davis. 
Line drive, left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. They're going to wave Arias around third. It's bobbled out there in left by Gallo, so Arias will score easily. It'll be an RBI single from Jonathan Davis. The Brewers on the board. It's 7-1. 7-1 there at the moment. The Dodgers would tack on three more in their bottom of the eighth inning when the Brewers went to Victor Caratini on the mound. Dodgers would get four scoreless innings from their bullpen. David Price doing the bulk of that. One and two-thirds of scoreless frames there from David Price, and it is a 10-1 decisive Dodgers victory in Los Angeles to even up this three-game series at a game apiece. Well, Jonathan Davis didn't go deep, but he put the Brewers on the board, ringing the bell. And remember, you don't have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell and put money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. We'll get to a, a few more texts here, a center field conversation that continues to pop up. We'll address that and wrap up the show after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.